Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, 17th of June, and not such a fabulous day today. It was supposed to be a bit better than this. The futures were up six, and our market is down 35. A lot of the damage coming in resources today. The iron ore price had a bit of a dip down 3.9%. Still well above $200, 213 on the back of that. BHP and Rio down 1.4, 1.7%, and Fortescue down 3.1%. The major news overnight, of course, was the Federal Open Market Committee, FOMC, the US Central Bank meeting. And it's certainly a bit more hawkish than you or than the market expected. I've got a chart in the strategy piece today of the 10-year bond yield in last night's session, and it jumped up from 1.49 to 1.58%, which might not sound like much, but actually that's a big move in the bond market on the back of the announcement. So a pop in the 10-year bond yield. And the markets didn't particularly like it. The Dow Jones down 265. It sort of fell and then bounced on the press conference and then drifted away again. S&P down 0.54, NASDAQ down 0.24. And the message from the Fed is clearly that we are at, or they are at, peak accommodation. They have been working up to this moment for a long time, trying to soften up the market so they didn't fall over as they did in 2018 when they got a little bit more hawkish. That was the taper tantrum, if you remember. The market fell about 15% in three months. So this is potentially a similar sort of message. It's a possibly a pivot point, peak accommodation. And they would have been probably fairly happy with a small fall on the the equity markets and a small rise in bond yields. Their game these days, ever since the GFC, is do not surprise the markets. And at some point, they obviously have to pare back their bond buying. They're buying $80 billion worth of treasuries and $40 billion worth of mortgage-backed securities each month. And if you look at the forecasts for central bank stimulus over the next couple of years, it absolutely tails off next year, but they haven't yet started to tail off. So it will happen. Rates will have to rise. And there is a moment of peak accommodation. And this looks like like it. And I think the Fed will be fairly happy that the markets didn't fall over on the back of that message. Having said that, I can tell you that in those New York skyscrapers when the massive fund managers like Fidelity or the big investment banks who have huge trading desks that punt the bond markets and the equity markets, but mostly the bond markets, they aren't going to assess and act in the first two hours. They've only had two hours of trade since the Fed announcement. Some of them may take their time, have their asset allocation meetings. And I think if everybody stays cool, everybody stays cool. But if one big fund manager, say Fidelity, decides in its New York skyscraper that they'd better just start inching out of bonds into something else, then the market spots it and everybody tries to get in front of each other and things can cascade. So we've yet really to see the reaction to this Fed meeting. It is quite a pivotal meeting. Hopefully the markets will escape. We have so far in the first two hours, but let's see what happens tomorrow. We're not out of the woods yet. So in a strategy sense, we're still on market risk level one, which is such a boring title. I must get something jazzier, better expression for that. I discarded the DEFCON levels, a bit too old fashioned and not serious enough probably. So I'll think up something else. But at the moment, market risk level one, that means we're fully invested, pretty relaxed about the market. But just looking over our shoulder for the next couple of days to see if this 
was the event that could end the trend hasn't done so far other details out of the FOMC official interest rates and quantitative easing levels are remaining the same for now they have to pair that back at some point the Fed are talking about 3.4% inflation by the end of the year if you remember last week's CPI number in the US was the highest in 13 years since 2008 at 3.8%. So they're talking about 3.4% by the end of the year, in which case this spike in inflation was a temporary thing and was transitory. That's obviously what the Fed wants you to believe. We won't know until the end of the year, obviously, but they are selling it as an inflation spike based on supply chain shortages, thanks to COVID, something that will ease by the end of the year. So not an inflation creep, just an inflation spike. And Jerome Powell said it's way too premature to talk about a lift-off phase for interest rates. So just trying to talk down the severity of how accommodation is going to come off. Worth noting, the US dollar went up on the back of all that. Currencies are helped out by higher interest rates. It's called the interest rate square. Anyway, on the back of that, the Aussie dollar went down a little bit as well. 76.10 looks like it might go below 76. That's playing out quite well for some of our big international stocks, particularly healthcare stocks. Cochlear hit a new high, a new one-year high yesterday. Not sure CSL's there, but ResMed's there. That sector doing quite nicely as the Aussie dollar tails off. Other things going on today, we've got jobs numbers today at 11.30. Philip Lowe's given a speech, fairly standard stuff, lots of headlines, but nothing that's really going to change or move the market. They are talking about a scenario where interest rates could have to rise during 2024, not really very scary, and made the comment that they will not increase the cash rate until inflation is sustainably within the 2 to 3% target band, sustainably that is. And they talked about a temporary spike in inflation at the end of the year to around three and a half percent as i say not really market moving spy futures expire today if you see some extraordinary volumes in some stocks it's probably thanks to that oil at a two-year high iron ore took a dive as i say coals has had an investor day today down 4.4 percent first thing challengers down four percent on guidance as well there's a woolworth cgm today to approve the 12 billion dollar endeavor demerger and listing that price is down 0.4 percent whitehaven coals down nine percent downgraded production guidance today new zealand's had a good gdp number brazilian interest rates have gone up 0.75 percent see some of the central banks are getting on with it fed's just too scared to do it yet i haven't really had time to do too much stock stuff i've put some healthcare charts in to show you how they are trending much better now. Hopefully they're going to break that downtrend. CSL, ResMed, Cochlear racing away. Also, Avita Healthcare, I mentioned this yesterday, but they had a guidance announcement yesterday. Share, share price popped up 11%. I think they're down 3% today. But a fairly bizarre headline. As people begin to return to normal activities after the confines of the COVID-19 pandemic, we have seen an increase in burn accidents requiring treatment with the resale system. That's their system in burn centers across the country. That is a stock that was once very hot to trot, went from about $1.50 to almost $17, I think it was in 2019, is back to, got down to $4.40, now $5.40. I can't find any research on it. Traders might be brave enough to give that another go. Meanwhile, on the media front, uh, Henry, I'll put a link in, but it's in Henry's section as well. Henry was on Equity Mates uh, this week. They published that today so there's a link to that in the strategy piece 
Also, if you haven't spotted it, we are now doing a morning pre-market podcast. Marcus today, pre-market podcast. Henry's doing it today. It's basically the audio track from the morning video. So there's a link to that. But if you're a podcaster or a podcast listener, look out for that in the mornings from us. We are, by the way, going to be moving our podcast into a members-only framework soon. And lastly, I've put a link into a video I did. It's an oldie but a goodie. If you're an SMSF trustee or a private investor, generally, have a click on that. Bit of a long video, but it's uh, uh, about a few things private investors get wrong and right. Right, that's about it. As I leave you, market down 38. Let's see what those futures are doing in the US. They are down 175, as I say. Takes a couple of days for the big institutions to have their asset allocation meetings. And I do think this Fed meeting is potentially a trend end event. Peak accommodation, we'll see. Weather's looking okay. You have a fabulous day and I will speak to you soon. (laughs) 